Welcome to Faith, Fitness, and Self-Discovery, where I know just how grueling it's been trying to balance your physical, spiritual, and mental health. I'm your host, Precious Williams, and I invite you to my podcast where you can expect a total mind makeover. I'm talking about a shift in the way that you see, think, and do fitness forever. So come journey with me as we discover your fitness identity. Welcome to Faith, Fitness, and Self-Discovery. I'm your host, Precious Williams. And if this is your first time clicking this podcast, it's not by accident, but by divine purpose. Because you've been looking for a way to lose weight, possibly for a while. But this isn't what my podcast is actually about. This podcast is about going on a journey, one that's spiritual, that through our obedience, we begin to transform our mind, our hearts, and our souls which leads to us transforming our bodies forever, living optimally and obtaining our birthright of vitality. If you haven't been following for the past few weeks, we've been in our Dear Body series. And I'd like to take an opportunity to thank Jalisa, Anissa, Angie, and Erica for being a part of our Dear Body series. These episodes were organic conversations with real women led by the Holy Spirit, and we talked about some of everything, you guys. We talked about being single, married. We talked about self-care, mental health, and also coaching. Uh, So if you haven't had an opportunity to listen to those episodes, please be sure to check those out. But on today, I wanted to talk about T-I-M-E, time. That's right. You heard me correctly, time, because that is what we still have. We are currently in the last couple months, few months of the year, last quarter, whatever you want to call it. And this is a critical time, especially for those of us who are on our fitness journey, right? Because this is the time of year where we tend to desire our comfort foods. We look forward to spending time with our families. We have time off from work. And so we do some things that we've been wanting to do. Most of that including resting and lounging and eating things that make us feel good, right? So this is a very critical time of the year for us. And I thought that this would be a good time for us to reset our focus. For those of you who are focused, you're in it to win it. Awesome. But the Holy Spirit leads me to believe that there are women who are saying this year has been trash, intolerable trash. The election is coming up. That's stressful. Work is stressful. Uh, Some of us don't know what's going to happen with our jobs and what things are going to look like. We're working from home. We're teaching kids virtually from home. Uh, We're adjusting things in our marriage because everything is happening from home 24-7. And then there are some of us that are still going out and we're working every day. We may have children that are at home or we may have grandchildren or children that are struggling um, that we wish we could be more available to assist. But because of coronavirus, everything is just difficult. Uh, Those of us who are grieving losses and not just losses of loved ones, but losses of babies and uh, miscarriages and that sort of thing. It has been so much uh, that has transpired this year that I'm not I'm not going to lie. It's, It's easy to say. I'm just going to throw in the towel and I'm going to start in 2021. I want to throw 2020 in the trash. Well, here's the thing. Every single moment in time 
was documented in the Bible. Every single critical moment in time was documented in the Bible, right? And I can't help but think that this time right here, this time in history that we're experiencing where all of us are in the midst of this shift where I'm going to be honest, nobody knows what's going on. Even our president, we see it. We are all being flexible. We are all trying to figure it out. We are all looking at history and past predictors to make decisions about our future, right? And this can make us very anxious and uneasy in this time. And it can make it very difficult for us to stay focused, for us to keep our car in the middle of the road when all of these things externally could possibly dis- derail us, right? But I want to encourage you to do it anyway to keep the car in the middle of the road anyway, to stay true to your goals anyway, to stay focused anyway. Because the truth of the matter is God knows the beginning and the end of a thing. The truth of the matter is that God is our provider, that all of our provisions are met. And the truth of the matter is that all things work together for the good. Okay, precious, but this sounds great. Really want to drink my water right now, sis? really want to go to the gym right now, really want to continue educating myself and increasing my fitness IQ. However, my bills are due. However, I am losing my home. However, my marriage is in shambles. However, I cannot get over this grief and this loss. However, I am a single mom and I have no one else to help me. And guess what? I hear you. I hear all of that. But I'm going to be a truth teller right now. Because we have to be honest with ourselves. And we cried about a lot of these very things that we are hurting about losing right now. We were upset and disgruntled and disheartened by our jobs. We were stressed out. We were stressed about money because we were carrying financial loads that were bigger uh, than we could handle. We are in credit card debt and we're in over our heads and we have shopping addictions and we want to look like we have more than what we actually have. And when one little thing happened and one little thing shifted, we want to put all of this energy and all of this blame on the economy and the government and Trump and this and my job and that. When the reality is this T-I-M-E has been showing us what we have been doing with our time. And I believe, sisters, that the jobs that God has taken us away from right now, the houses uh, that we may be losing, uh, the, as- the, the not the assets, but the liabilities, the liabilities uh, that we may have to give back our cars and that sort of thing. These are decisions that we should have been making from the beginning. So these opportunities give us time to evaluate what did we do? How could we have done things differently? Were we supposed to move a long time ago? Move in whatever way that speaks to you. We all know when it's time for us to move. We all know those places that we were stuck in comfortability, uh, that places that we were trying to grow content in that we knew wasn't where we were supposed to be, whether we were there to continually get the check or we liked the schedule. We just weren't pushing ourselves. God's people We're trying to live comfortably in the world's system. And he has snatched that system away from us. He has snatched that system away from us. And God wants to see right now, what are you going to do 
with your T-I-M-E. He is calling up prophets. He is bringing forth those who have been sitting on their gifts before. God is doing a new thing in each and every one of us. But if we stay in our feelings and we stay in our emotions and we stay in this mindset that we're going to start over in 2021, we're going to miss out on the blessing that God has for us. We're going to miss out on the character development that we still could be working towards in these last few days before the new year. And let me say something else. Time is a, a man-made construct. <clears throat> That's right. Time is a man-made construct. God is fluid. I post this all the time. God is fluid and God requires us to be flexible. So in this season, in whatever way your life may be bending and turning and shifting, just know it's for the better and just know it's easier to transition without the resistance. The resistance takes energy that you could be putting in towards trusting God and having faith that I can't see what you see, God, but I trust you. We couldn't see this pandemic, but there are things that God has done in my life. There are things that God has blocked from happening. Uh, there are times when God has redirected my tail when I was trying to go in other directions, things that I have has experienced heartache about. Uh, and I didn't understand why things weren't working out. I didn't understand uh, why things weren't moving as fast as I thought that they should move. But now that I am where I am, I'm so glad I didn't move on that other business idea. I'm so glad that I didn't take on more than I could handle in my own business. I'm so glad that a few years ago, I kept having this aching that I needed more flexibility. I could not work a job where I had to have my butt in the seat at nine o'clock and my butt could not leave a seat until five o'clock because God saw now that with the personality that I have and all the responsibilities I have with four children in this house, I would need my life to look exactly the way that it looks for me to survive right now. Now, have I done anything perfect? Absolutely not. But if we could take a moment and we can look back at how God even tried to prepare us for this moment or how God has prepared us for this moment, this gives us the ability to trust what's happening in this season, right? And so that's the first thing I wanted us to realize, that we still have time. What are we doing with that time? What are we going to learn with the rest of this time that we have available to us? What things are we going to implement? I saw this post and it was talking about procrastination. And the post said something along the lines of procrastination is almost like having the audacity to expect God to give us more time for what he's already giving us time to do. There are people who want to get a better grip on their finances January 1. So what are you going to do between now and January 1? Is there going to be no currency that exchanges to your hands? Are you not planning to get any more paychecks? Um, what are you going to do between now and January 1? So this money will squander or this money will spend all up on bills, possibly on things that we will have to consider cutting off, decreasing, uh, limiting anyway in the next few months. We're just going to continue to play a financial game. We're going to continue to abandon ourselves financially until the new year comes or until coronavirus goes away or until whatever. No, there are things that you could be doing now that could be putting you in a better financial position for next year. Shameless plug, the 40-day financial fast. 
This is something that we typically do each year with our church. Uh, This book is written by my husband. And what it is, is a practical book that you can put in the hands of anyone that teaches you how to separate your wants from your needs, right? Same thing with our fitness. We cannot say that we're going to start taking care of ourselves in January. What are we going to do for the rest of these months? Are we going to continue to abandon abandon ourselves? Because here's the thing that happens with our wellness. We don't know how we're doing internally. Well, let me say most of us, because some of us do. Some of us are already to the point where we do have to go to the doctor every three months, every six months. So for the most part, we know what's going on with our illnesses. But I'm talking to the person who hasn't had a doctor's report yet know that she needs to make some changes. The scale is telling you that. Your headaches are telling you that. Your knees are telling you that. Your back is telling you that. Your mood is telling you that. Your self-esteem is telling you that. And yet and still, you will start January 1. This is who I'm talking to. And let me say this. Don't waste time on your journey. Don't waste time on your journey. There are very practical things that you can be doing right now, right now, as in today, as in the moment that you listen to this podcast, you can make a different decision. And that decision has to be, hey, no, I'm not starting January 1. I'm going to start today. If nothing else, I'm going to start today learning every possible thing that I can learn about this illness that I have. I'm going to learn every possible fruit and vegetable that I could eat that is a cure for this illness that I have. Okay, well, I'm not ill. All right, glad you said it. You want to lose weight? Don't wait till January 1 because it doesn't start in the gym. It starts in your mind. I know you've heard the kitchen. It starts in your mind. So you too have to start at the point where you educate yourself because when you start January 1, you're going to need your own diet, not the one that your trainer is going to give you where you're going to be eating salmon with no salt on it and drinking a gallon of water. That's not going to work. You have to already have your own plan. These are the things that I like to eat. These are the things um, that are good to me. This is how much works well with me. This is, this is your job. And it's not hard. Okay, so Precious, what do you mean? I mean, we need antioxidants. We need our vitamins. Let's figure out which foods work best for us. Which, and then once we figure out which foods work best for us, you say, hey, look, oh, wow, I like strawberries. I can do that. I like oranges. I can do that. I like sweet potatoes. I can do that. I love avocados. When I really start having conversations with my women, they understand that they like a lot of the stuff that they just aren't incorporating regularly into their diets. Once you understand the benefits of food, real food, not food alternatives, not processed foods, and not definitely not fake food. But once you understand the benefits of food, you eat differently. Eating is to fuel our body. That hunger sensation that we get is not for ramen noodles. That hunger sensation that we get is for water or nutrients. That's it. (laughs) Okay? Let me repeat that. That hunger sensation that we get is not for ramen noodles. It's not for processed food. It's not for fake food. It's not for fast alternative foods. It is for nutrients or water. That is it. What do you mean? We have to get to a point where we are eating things that our body needs. 
more than we're eating things that we use for entertainment purposes. Now, don't get me wrong. Everything that you eat, uh, I think fruits and vegetables get a bad rep, right? Because when you think about them, you're only thinking about them in a one-dimensional way. You're not thinking about all the exciting ways that you can still cook and create um, dishes with all of these different fruits and vegetables. And that's okay. That's why this education piece is so important because when you consider making a lifestyle change, you have to also take into account that you have only eaten one way for years. Some of us 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, 60 years. So this requires research on your part, right? Most of us have adopted our parents' diets. We've learned little things along the way, and we may incorporate some water. We may eat some some green vegetables with every meal, but we don't have it all together. We haven't mastered how we're really supposed to be eating. And it blows my mind that we're so far off course that the majority of us spend so much time of our life thinking about what we're going to eat when we're going to eat, spending money on what we eat. And then we stress over doing this three and four times per day, right? When you start creating your diet, that is one that fuels your body over one that, you know, feeds your emotions, you realize, okay, boom, you know what I'm saying? I've had my breakfast. I'm done with that. Now, the hard part with the diet, with changing the lifestyle is that now you have to put something else in those spaces where food used to entertain you. I made a post on my Instagram that I was praying for the deliverance in this area because I want you guys to become aware after you listen to this podcast of how much food is put before you. Food porn. That is what I call it. The next time you're watching TV or you're listening to a commercial, they have the most seductive voices on these commercials. They are drizzling honey and they have all types of new sauces that they're dipping into stuff. And it's just amazing to me, right? And this is not anything against fast food. Don't get me wrong. I love me some Chick-fil-A. This is not what it's about, but this is about the awareness. This is about how subtle I feel like the enemy is. Yes. And I said the enemy. This is how subtle I think the enemy is. You know why? Because there are 70 million people who are struggling with food addictions, guys. I want you guys to see how derailed we are from God's intention for us. There are 70 million people that are struggling with food addictions. Hopefully, I won't lose any of my listeners after I say what I'm about to say. But here's the thing. There's this argument about what's clean and what's unclean, the Old Testament and the New Testament. When I started this journey, I said I started off as basic and simple as possible. I asked God for instruction. I was smart enough to realize that God has left us instruction for every single thing here, how to live. And so I was led to believe that God had also left instruction for how we should eat. I went back to the Old Testament because I have been feeling in my spirit that what we need is to get back to the basics. Again, we are so derailed. We are so far off course. um, And I feel like we needed to get back to the basics. And so I looked in Leviticus 11. I made a personal decision, a personal decision that I was going to create a diet that aligned with Leviticus 11. I'm no biblical scholar. I'm no, no, no theologian. 
But what's being told to me is that everything is clean because, you know, Jesus came and he died and that's the old covenant. Listen, people are arguing me to death about this. I am not arguing one way or another. I'm just simply saying, sis, if you know all of that and you're not doing all of that, then maybe we need to bring it back here. Maybe we need to come play back in bounds. Follow me, sisters. Let's get back in bounds so that we can learn the character development we need so that we can handle everything being clean, right? Because just because everything is clean, everything is available, everything is okay, doesn't mean it's okay for us. Doesn't mean that we have the type of discipline where although everything is okay, we know how much to indulge in what's okay. And see, this is the problem. This is the aha moment I feel like some woman is having right now. And this is the reason that with my journey, I don't tell you what to eat. I don't tell you how often to work out. I don't tell you how to work out because the enemy loves divisiveness. And the moment I put something out there and the moment I tell you exactly what to do or what to work, there's going to be someone who read something, knows something, tried something, doctor said something, didn't hear something. This don't work with this medication. That don't work. And that ain't true. And we're going to be so derailed. But for the sister who's hearing me above all the noise, that's been looking for a way to change Get back to the basics, right? All right, so don't wait. You don't have to wait until January 1 to change. If you are already on the journey, education. Education is the part that you need. And here's the thing. Don't just educate yourself on the fruits and the vegetables. The scary part is educating yourself on the stuff that you're already eating. Educate yourself on the things that you are already eating, sweetheart. Look at the labels of the things that you are already eating, sweetheart. There are so many things that we're eating that we think are healthier options, but they're not the healthiest option, okay? Making a healthier choice does not mean it is the healthiest choice. This is why we are on the journey, okay? So choosing the salad over the burger is still not choosing the romaine lettuce, which is actual lettuce that have the, the nutrients that you need. But I'm proud of you for choosing just the salad, okay? Also, we have to continually be trying to reach our optimal level of health. And so this requires us not living in this false sense of reality that we're doing the right thing. Because one thing about living in the false sense of reality that we're doing the right thing, our body going to tell it. Our body is going to tell it. There are people who are on diets, since there is no way you could be on a diet for 30 days of water and salmon and this and that, and you look exactly the same. There is no earthly way. There is no earthly way. So the body will tell on you every single time. The body's going to tell the cheat days that you have. The body's going to tell the days you missed. The body's going to tell the days that you weren't in the gym. But the thing that the body's going to tell more than anything is how much you're learning. Because the more you know, the more you grow, right? And this is why... Faith comes by hearing and getting out the truth is so important because once you learn what you're eating, like like once you really look at it and once it registers for you, you can't do it anymore. You can't do it anymore. If you already have high cholesterol, I don't care how much you love a food, but when you really learn that that food uh, leads to high cholesterol. That food is a danger food. That food is at the top of the list. You can't do it anymore. You can't do it anymore. Once you realize what 
some of the things consumed that we are eating. <laughs> uh, and we really sit there and think about how how do we digest that? Like how how does our body process that? Where do, where does that go? Uh, and why why aren't I using the bathroom? And when I use the bathroom, why does it smell like this? And why does it look like? And why does my stomach feel like this? Why am I bloated for three days for something that I'm eating? What is this about? Once you really start coming into awareness, it's very difficult to continue on the path to the same habits. So the educational piece is twofold. You want to look at what things you can incorporate into your diet and the benefits that they add. And then you also want to look at what you're currently eating and and consider if that's something you want to continue to consume or something that you want to consume as often as you are. Lastly, we don't have to wait to January 1. And so that means that every single decision counts. Every single decision that you make counts. Every single moment matters. Every single day matters, right? We don't have time to throw away a day. We don't have time to throw away a moment. We don't have time to say we're going to start Monday. We're running out of the Mondays in the year. Every single decision counts. We have this all or nothing thing about us, guys. Oh, January 1, I'm going to do everything. I'm going to get a gym membership. I'm going to get a trainer. I am going to get a nutritionist and start meal prepping. I'm going to do all of it. No. No. This is a journey. Every day is an opportunity to get stronger and to work towards the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is vitality. The ultimate goal is to live in a healthy way. The ultimate goal is not the 10 pounds. It's not the 20 pounds. It's not uh, the body that you're desiring. It's not getting back to the high school picture, okay? Because let me be honest with you. When you take this journey, you may end up looking better than the high school picture. You may not even look like the high school picture at all. The one, whatever you used to be, may look totally different on you now, And that's a part of the journey that you have to mentally prepare for. That's why it's important, the education piece, that you be ready. That's why it's important that you understand your why, that you understand that this is a spiritual journey. It is not a superficial journey. Because when you do start to drop the weight that you are so desiring to drop, you are going to get comments that you have to be ready to receive. You are going to get questions that you have to be ready to answer. You are going to get opposition from people who don't understand what's happening, that don't understand this journey. And this is why this piece of education, this is why this development, this is why this understanding that this is a spiritual journey, understanding that health is your birthright, understanding that living optimally uh, is, is what, what is what should be yours. This is important now so that When you reach that point, you don't slip into a point of insecurity. You don't slip into a point of confusion. You don't go back to the same habits that you had before because everybody else is doing it or because it's Thanksgiving and you don't want to be rude or because it's Christmas. No, this is a lifestyle. This is a commitment that you are deciding to make. And so that means that every decision counts because every decision is part of the process. Right now, it's part of the process because what you won't do Right now, because uh, something isn't going right or you're, you lose, you lost your job or a relationship has broken your heart or whatever. If you won't 
push through that right now, you won't push through it in the future. And so you have to learn these character development things. You have to learn what it feels like to wake up when you don't want to wake up, what it feels like um, to push past what something tastes like right now, what it feels like to do research, what it feels like to learn your body, to spend time with yourself. And all of those things are going to be so beneficial as you get further along on your journey. Do not underestimate this part of the journey. Part of this is the, uh, I said this on my live video in our faith, fitness and self-discovery group, where I was talking about vision. I was reading, uh, make the vision, write the vision and make it plain. And I introspectively saw something else with that text that I haven't before with writing the vision and making it plain. I saw plain as a two part fold, right? Plain, of course, um, for us to have the awareness of what it is, um, the vision, of course, that comes from God. And then also the other part of the plane is the actionable steps that we take. They become obvious um, in the external. So whatever we're working on um, becomes obvious through the manifestation of it, whether it's us um, that we're working on developing, or maybe we, or maybe we've been working on something else and it develops materially, right? So what I'm saying is maybe a vision for someone was um, to purchase a home. Uh, once they purchase that home, you see the manifestation of a vision that they had or a goal that they had. It's no different when it comes to your fitness journey, right? When it comes to your fitness journey, you have to have a vision. That vision has to be made plain. Nobody wants to see you saying that you're just trying to lose these 10 pounds every year, five and six times per year. No, what is the vision? What are you making it plain through your daily actionable steps? We take for granted the daily actionable steps. I don't even want to call them small steps, but if you missed, small steps are still steps. When you make a goal, when you have a vision, every single decision that you make has to align with that. Every decision that you make that doesn't align with that derails you. I need somebody to really hear that because we have to get out of this whole cheat day, cheat. And, and, and I'm not talking about people that are on diets and that sort of thing. I'm talking about a cheat day mindset because some of us feel like we can eat right for a little bit and we can do things for a little bit, get our body back to the size or the way we feel in some genes and we're good. No, this is a health journey. This is a health journey. And so we have to have our present self in mind. And we also have to have our future self in mind. This is why it's important that we develop a fitness identity now and that we would develop a diet that we can feel good about, especially those of us who are still single and aren't married right now. Because what we eat, our children will eat. Our husband will eat. You know how many wives bury husbands? And I ain't blaming it on the wives. I'm just saying, if a man has heart problems, a man got high cholesterol, you can't get that food from me. You're not going to get it from my hand. You're not going to get it from my kitchen. Now, you can go swipe your debit card all you want, but you're not going to get it from me. We're not going to sit up in here and allow each other to die. We're just not going to do that, right? And so that's why it's important for us to learn these things and for us to be confident in these things so that when we introduce them to our family, we can stand in the confidence and the boldness and have enough education um, to bring them into the vision as well. So... The three things, it's time. We still have time, guys. We still have time, T-I-M-E. Number two, January 1, do not put anything off until January 1. And lastly, every single decision counts. I love you guys, super proud of you. The plan is for the next few months just to hold you ladies accountable, right? 
We've been on this journey for quite some time now. I feel like we're sister girlfriends. I'm getting a little bit looser. I can speak to you a little bit more transparently and candidly, hopefully not losing anybody. But it's all love. It's all love. I want us to be delivered. I want us to walk in our birthright. And that only comes through trusting and, and, and walking in obedience with this thing. It's so simple, guys, but it's just a mindset shift. That's what it that's really what it is. And I'm praying that a mindset mind shifts mindset shift happens for each and every listener of this podcast because it's possible. It is your birthright. I'm going to keep saying it. It is your birthright to live well. It is your birthright to be whole. It is your birthright to have the health that you desire. It is your birthright to have joy, to have peace. It is your birthright to feel wonderfully and fearfully made. All of these things are yours and we're allowing the enemy to come in and to take them from us. I love you guys. Let me know what you think about this podcast. If you haven't already followed, please follow. Leave a comment. Um, Yeah, we've been doing this for a while. Leave a comment because people are finding us through the comments now. So that's exciting. Um, People are Googling the podcast. I've had a few people reach out um, this week from all over the world telling me how they have found the podcast, how it's transformed their life. So I want to thank you guys for what you do in terms of sharing it and continuing to listen. I love you so much for that. Um, But follow it, share it, like it, comment on it. It works. It helps. And I'll greatly appreciate it. Until next time, be blessed.